Hello and welcome to I Run Out of Glue Sticks, the podcast where I talk about why I'm leaving full-time class teaching after seven years with no job to go to and a baby on the way. <laughs> I'm also going to talk about what I'm doing next and document that journey to see if we can come together, especially for those teachers out there who might want to hear about how my journey actually goes. And there's a lot of teachers out there who feel really trapped and stuck, like me, in the classroom. You're not alone, don't worry. And yeah, this is our opportunity to share that story and document what on earth is going on in my life right now. I've still got eight days to go in the primary classroom. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how my story maps out and plans out. I've called it... I've run out of glue sticks because it is the most stressful thing that can happen in a primary school. It is. There is nothing worse, for sure. Having to ask the head teacher who keeps them under his desk, for example. Um, the children using them like crayons. It is really something quite special, isn't it? When they just colour in the entire sheet till it's sopping wet. Ugh. And the orders not being on time ever being sent through on... Ugh. Gosh, don't get me started. I could talk about glue sticks for ages. But we're not here to talk about glue sticks, actually. We're talking about other stressful situations, i.e. why I'm leaving and what's going to happen next. You are more than welcome to email me at runoutofgluesticks at gmail.com if you've got any similar stories when you're going through this or perhaps you connect with something. Perhaps you want to share your story as well and perhaps we can talk about them in the future. Alright, this is the I've Run Out of Glue Sticks podcast. So why are you moving on? What's happened? Gosh, where do you even start with that? I mean, thinking about this process of leaving, it has been a long time coming. And so much has happened uh, that's led up to it. I'll talk about the actual event which was like boom that's it done but it's been a long journey and three things I think on my reflections have led to it it's a feeling of being a complete and utter failure um, a feeling of marginalization for for being different and having different approaches perhaps being unsupported in ways that I could have been or should have been uh, just yeah, I mean the the general thing of burnout that us teachers know very well at the end of every half term term, but feeling it a bit more intensely. So yeah, let's talk about the failure. I, I, you know what? Uh, if you're a school teacher, you'll know that the interview process is quite intense. There's so much to it. Uh, schools often want you to go and visit, which is hard if you're a full time worker because often it's before four o'clock or during the school day they want you to visit you then put a, a really long like 10 page application form in followed by a two page personal statement which should be personalized uh, so they know that you want to work there and then you do ooh, what else do you do you prepare if you're successful for, for through that process you'll then prepare a lesson observation and move on to a interview which may even have hidden parts in it which you're not aware of uh, which is just crazy the, the whole process they really really work you hard in teaching interviews i've had a lot of those recently 
and I've just felt like giving 100% to the interview process is impossible if you want to give 100% to the school you're working at to ensure that you get a good reference for that job. It felt like being stuck between a rock and a hard place, uh, these interviews and the school process. Like, trying to do it all is what I was doing. And it just led me to a point of, well, I can't do any of it. Um... You know, I was coming home super grumpy. My poor, poor wife put up with me for a bit. And she just said to me, just go. Just go to the doctors. Get yourself sorted. And luckily, they, they put me on uh, cognitive behavioural therapy courses with therapy. And it was great. I mean, initially, it wasn't great because I didn't gel with the, the, the initial therapist. But the second therapist I worked with was absolutely fantastic and helped me work out these feelings of failure. But, uh, yeah, I mean... I just felt like I was doing a rubbish job. I mean, secondly, this idea of feeling marginalised and unsupported comes from having certain behaviours in my class where I've simply just needed support with. Because, I mean, I, I find over the years, my behaviour management has been praised as really good, a really good part of my pedagogy. I have never really struggled with it. That's something that I'm proud of. The past year or so, I've had behaviours where I've been hit, punched, pushed, knocked over quite recently, which was so embarrassing as a 28-year-old 20, man in a corridor. I, I, was, off, I was off balance and uh, someone, a year three, ran at me full pelt and unfortunately knocked me to the ground, smacked my elbow and... It was so embarrassing. Unfortunately, the response was um, that they take... The, well, the child didn't get any consequences in a nutshell. I won't go into it any more than that, but... It's that idea, isn't it, and, and, and other stories related to that that make me feel super marginalised and unsupported, especially when I was asking for help. I always felt like a problem and that responses would be quite passive-aggressive. Ugh... And, yeah, I mean, again, just feeling like I can't do the basics and getting picked up on things that I just feel like all the communication I was having with my my bosses, my the senior leadership, were, were always negative. And, yeah, I just felt like I was giving so much and just no support coming back. And, of course, these two things led to a fantastic burnout, which I know that a lot of teachers out there will have experienced where I would just get to break time at 11 and just feel dizzy. Um, I was losing my patience quite easily. I was, Yeah, I was getting emails. I had a strange situation where my feedback was handed out to the whole of the school. It was really unusual um, for a book monitoring, and it really stood out as not very good because I'd, I'd been having a few problems I suppose with uh, a few challenges after returning from isolating after a positive Covid test and having having some really well, I say really bad it was they were very mild symptoms compared to how some people got it but my brain just felt like it couldn't function so I wasn't doing that well with all the keeping up with the whole routines of things and yeah just that was Interesting. I had a panic attack after that because I felt so hard done by, so unsupported. The head teacher knew about having CBT for anxiety and things like this. 
And to do something like that just made me so angry and so... Oh, just a feeling of being let down, I think. And yeah, I had a, a humongous panic attack. It lasted about 40 minutes. And interestingly, it was the only time... Well, it's, it's the only times I was I've been praised over the past couple of years. And it, these these times where I'm told, "Oh, you're great. You know, you're good. You can do this. You're one of the great best teachers here." Blah blah blah, is when I'm in a crisis point, and it was always too little, too late for me. Yeah, I mean, failure, feeling unsupported, and burnout. That is why I'm leaving the classroom after seven years. Ah, there we go. It's all a bit, uh, all a bit depressing, eh? Tipping point. For me, let's talk about what it was. Now, the truth is, I had a panic attack. It was November 2020. It's May 2021 when I handed in my resignation. That was the week of the tipping point for me in the school that I'm at. Uh, basically, feeling like a failure had continued, but from working with the therapist, I, I'd started to believe that I could do other jobs. I, mean, I was looking at jobs like a delivery driver, um, working at Sainsbury's, working at a garden centre, and I looked at the job applications and I was thinking to myself, I can't do that. There's no way I can do that. And working with in CBT made me realise that I was actually a bit daft. As a teacher, we have an unbelievable amount of skills that can be used pretty much everywhere. Of course I could go and do certain jobs and other jobs and this job. I understand that now, but during those six months, I thought, that's it, I'm stuck. I'm going to stay in this job that I'm not really enjoying. I'm going to hate it forever and that's it. This is my life. I think that played quite a lot into the panic attack, actually. And, yeah, I mean, another thing that I did was request part-time hours because of how dizzy I was feeling every day, getting, coming in, doing uh, teaching, doing break duties, uh, having 45 minutes for lunch, marking, doing the... Oh, gosh, we've got a special system at our school, but all of these things I just felt like I couldn't do, so surely part-time would be my answer. I did actually manage to receive positive feedback about having part-time. And uh, I did talk to the head teacher who said, yeah, that's fine, we'll support you, no problem. Which I was so shocked about because it just didn't sort of match up with the experience I was getting on a day-to-day -day basis. But I was like, brilliant, this is great. And I went home super happy and joyous and everything was great. But of course, failure that feeling of unsupportiveness, it continued, the burnout continued, and there was, I think the week before, I had a finance chat with my wife, and we worked out what my bottom line would be, in terms of how much finance we'd need to, I would need to bring in to, to pull, you know, to keep things going, to keep the mortgage paid, to keep everything coming in, to make, to make sure we don't go into debt or anything like that, and we realised that it was quite doable. We worked out X amount is needed from you. I will do this. I'll pay a little bit more into the joint account, blah, blah, blah. And actually, I was feeling super confident. So I went in on that Monday morning feeling really good because I thought, well, 
I don't have to put up with this. I can move on. I could do X job to earn X money and I, I, sh I should be free. Um, and it was that morning I walked into the classroom and my head teacher said to me that I'm going to give you part time and I will give you it with this person. Um, and it was a, a job share with someone that I didn't really get on with. I don't really get on with very well. And it was, yeah, it was that moment. It was sort of the, everything came together in that moment. And I realised that I was going to hand my resignation in that week. It was the first time my epiphany happened. Because I just thought that on top of other things like the being pushed around, punched by children and having no consequences, having what I feel like is not an understanding or a lack of care for teachers' mental health, for feeling like a failure and not having much support. On top of all these things, putting me with someone that I don't really get on with that well was just like, boom, this is it. I'm, I'm going to crack on now. And that's how it that's how it happened. It was in that moment that I decided I was going to hand my resignation in. That was on the Monday. Um, I let him know because I slept on it. And I let him know on the Thursday that I was going to hand it in. And on Friday, it was handed in with no real pushback. So there you go. Says it all. And that's what, that's what happened. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. But for people that are out there that might be thinking about moving on from teaching, I can't recommend enough having a chat about finances, about what your actual genuine bottom line would be in terms of what you need to bring in to keep your bank account rolling smooth. A big fear is dropping from a teacher's wage to other wages. It's quite a lot, especially if you're at the top of the pay scale. But when you take into account tax and national insurance and other things that are taken off, that when your wage goes down, you know, if you, you could um, earn half the amount pre-tax, but then only be a couple of hundred out of what you normally get as a teacher, and that could be doable for some families. It's a lot harder for individuals who aren't attached to uh, someone else. But that was something for me that I found incredibly useful and uh, something I would really, really, really recommend. So yeah, there's my tipping point. And what are we in now? That was May 2020. It's now July 20. Oh, that was May 21. It's now July 21. So over the two months, I would like to tell you about that next in terms of what has happened and whether I regret it or not, basically. Or is it a good thing? The truth is, I have no idea. Right, let's talk about then what, question mark. What did you do next? And the truth is, when I actually resigned, I had to, I genuinely did not have a plan of action. It was seven days later, I found out about my wife's pregnancy, which was very quick and surprising for us. We, we weren't expecting it to happen so quickly. Absolutely over the moon about it. Cannot wait. It did have add a level of complexity to the resignation and about my plan because I felt an added level of pressure to not only provide, you know, me, me and my wife are always quite equal. We provide for each other. We, we put, we have the same wage after all. She's a teacher too. Um, she works in early years. We always provide for each other, 
but this time it was more than providing for each other. It's about providing, making sure that there is a enough money so we can keep the house, so we can keep what we've got, so that we can give this baby a fantastic life. It did add a lot of pressure. Me and pregnant wife have struggled a few times thinking we're going to lose the house, this is going to happen. Why did it, Why did I do this? We felt a level of injustice against why, you know, talking about why I left, about why those things have actually happened, level of unfairness, because we, we both feel like we work really hard and we, that we do a good job, but it gets us nowhere. Why are we not getting better luck? Of course, we're do we are doing just fine, but there have been these pockets of why have I done this? Why on earth did I leave? I could have just stuck it out and I could have got great paternity. You can do shared parental leave with um, with schools, which would have given me a lot of time with the baby in the early stages. I really want to be hands-on as a dad. And all of a sudden, I'm now looking at jobs like delivery driver and things like this, which aren't going to allow me to be home very much because I'll have to work so often to hit my bottom line. Oi, oi, oi. It did add a, add a level of stress. Another thing that added to the stress was this feeling of letting go of teaching. And yeah, I, d I didn't get a level of comfort from the idea of knowing that I'd be dropping it to, to go work in just any anywhere really, to, to work wherever it may be. And yeah, I felt like I had to stick with it to try it again, maybe in a new format. Maybe it's classroom teaching isn't the only way. And that's when I settled or, you know, became really comfortable with the idea of working as a supply teacher whilst also setting up my own tutoring business because it will allow me to have an income through supply, which would allow me to hit my bottom line, whilst also building up a tutoring business that will allow me to have a bit more flexibility in my day for when I have, uh, you know, when I have children and so that I can just take control again, basically, of my life. And I think the aim at the moment, the current plan, which it, which has changed a couple of times, by the way, being quite flexible with these things, is to eventually, once that business is set up, hopefully it will take over the supply work and I won't have to do two jobs or maybe I'll just do, drop the tutoring and do supply or, or find a job through supply. That's the two routes that I think will happen as I, uh, as I progress through life now. And yeah, I'm, I'm really excited today. Tomorrow I might be scared again. I, these are the emotions I'm going through. Is It's all of them all at once. And oi, oi, oi. Working at school still, I've still got eight days to go, eight school days to go as a class teacher. It's meaning that I don't have as much headspace to, to properly plan out the tutoring business. But I have started the process with supply agencies. So I, I'm nearly set up with one of them. I'll keep you posted as to how those two things go. But today I'm feeling happy and excited. Whether it will continue, I do not know. But stick with me and maybe you'll find out too. Well, I hope this podcast is of use to you. I don't know whether you're a teacher who's in the same boat as me, a teacher who's not in the same boat but is interested in hearing my stories. Maybe you're not even a teacher 
Are you just interested in being nosy? I don't know. But I hope it's helpful because for me, getting in contact with people who are in the same boat encourage me to make this step that I'm about to take. Oh gosh, I hope it goes well. Eight more days to go. Please, please email me. I would love to hear from you if you're someone who would like to share your story. Uh, maybe you could uh, write it down. I can read it out. Perhaps you've got some things that you'd like to say to add to this conversation about leaving teaching. Just get in touch at runoutofglueSticks at gmail.com. At some point, I will have some socials up as well. I'll link them wherever you've got this podcast from. As it stands, they're not there yet, but they'll get there. It's a building process. And coming up in next episodes, I'd love to talk about my last day in the school I'm at, about my first day of supply. Maybe you want me to go more in depth about the panic attack or the mental health issues that I think are going on in school. Just send me an email. But for now, I'm going to say goodbye. And make sure you don't run out of glue sticks in your classroom if you are a teacher. Stock up before summer, that's my recommendation, for goodness sake. Bye-bye!